Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fixed. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I'm a level one CrossFit trainer, athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology, Enneagram coach, and mama to Bear and Camille. I'm passionate about helping people become the best versions of themselves. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Modern Mamas podcast. I think this is going to be something like episode 280 in the books now, which is bananas. But we have one of my all-time favorite guests, one of my all-time favorite just people on the planet, a mentor, a personal mentor of mine, a personal friend. I don't even know what to call you, but we have Cassie Joy Garcia on the podcast this morning. Welcome, friends. I feel like I've made it when... (laughs) And we're we're sisters. We are. It's like when the relationship is just got so many labels, you're officially siblings. I know. It's so crazy. And I was just telling Tim because we spent the day yesterday together because among the many ways that our lives overlap, I've also been shooting some food photography for Fed and Fit, which has been such a cool blessing for many, many reasons. But I was telling Tim yesterday, I'm just like, I don't know where I would be without Cassie, like having met all those years ago, like my life would look literally completely different. I mean, do you realize that? That's really neat. I mean, it's very neat. I, I, I mean, you're my beauty counter mentor, which is a huge part of my life and community. I feel like he's like seeing you do a podcast those many years ago, because you had your own podcast, you've had several podcasts was kind of like my inspiration, like, oh, Cassie can do it. Like, I think I can do it. And then now like the food photography stuff and just getting into kind of like the blogging world in general, like that's everything that I do. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't really know what I would be doing otherwise. I don't know. I mean, I probably would have just a regular old office job or something like that, which sounds terrible at this point in my life. Well, the, the impact is mutual because I cannot imagine my life without Jess Gertner in it. Aww. And you are such a tremendous blessing in so many ways. But my favorite way is your friendship. Aww. I love you so much. That's so kind. I love you too, friend. I'm sure many more things are going to come to my Oh, like we have Pyrenees because oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like Gus was my an- initial inspiration having like met and known and loved him for so many years. I was like, of course, we're going to get the speaking of they're barking at something. You know how they are. Like, just yeah. anything that walks by. Did that uh, leaf move? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That leaf is very threatening, and we're going to go see what it's about. But, you know, they're in our lives because we realized how amazing they are. And I don't know. It's just, it's 
bananas. But all of the, all of that said, I'm very, very grateful for you and your friendship as well. And I kind of today I, we were chatting offline before we jumped on. We've rescheduled this numerous times because you and I, I mean, I've got a lot going on, but you have so many balls that you're currently juggling and you're juggling them seemingly so well. (laughs) I want to kind of dive in and I'm not even going to read your bio because I felt like you've been on the podcast two or three times at this point, maybe four. I I don't even know. I feel like we have you on every time you have a kiddo, which this is your third one. I like it. (laughs) And or every time that you launch a book, which this is your also your third third book that you've launched. So just to kind of give everyone a recap, you are the founder. Is your title CEO of Fed and Fit? I've I've adopted editor-in-chief. Editor-in-chief. Okay. (laughs) So founder and editor-in-chief of this like wildly popular blog that is Fed and Fit, which is now encompasses so many. It started off as a, a paleo food blog. Yep. And now it encompasses many, many different categories of health and wellness and all the things that kind of light you up. You've shared with the world through that medium. You've wrote three cookbooks. You're a wife and a mom and a beauty counter rock star. And what else do you have? What else is going on? It feels like it. (laughs) Those are the main ones. I know you have a million other little projects, not little, but a million other passion passions that you also share with the world. But that's who you are in a nutshell. What like what's going on in your world? I really want to dive into how life is with three kiddos and like your business and all of that. But is there any new projects on the horizon? Anything you're currently working on that like you're just really excited about? I have one thought in my head, but I'm under NDA. And for oh. what I'm- <laughs> Ah. And I'm like, I wouldn't have even said that much, but it's like the only thing that's, it's like eclipsing all other thoughts in my brain yes. right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. But something, something really exciting could happen. Maybe, I don't know. I'm holding it loosely. Maybe soon, maybe okay. not soon. I actually genuinely have no idea, <laughs> but it's possible. Okay. So that's super vague and I'm sure frustrating. <laughs> I, and I think other projects, it's more like really with the Fed and Fit team diving into how do we serve our audience even better? You Mm -hmm. know, like there's just never, never not an opportunity. I love a double negative. There's Mm -hmm. always an opportunity to hone our craft and to dive deeper and to serve our people even better. And I feel like we have a really cool opportunity right now with the team that we have and all of the personalities and the passions that we've collectively come together on. And it's just like a season of sharpening our swords. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. That might look like some sort of a program that we're able to publish and put out for the world. Something, if it may be business related, something to just help people in their homes and try to make keep that content as free or as accessible as possible. And then I don't know, I, my little heart is set on some sort of a thing. I want to mm-hmm. I want to make a thing. I want to put a thing into the world and books are things. Don't get me wrong. Like a book is definitely a thing mm-hmm. felt like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of yes, a lot of hard work. I've seen that behind the behind yeah. the scenes. And it is no joke. It's no joke. But I like, you know, I just want to figure out a way to build a better X. And so something like that, that is probably that's, you know, in scope with what we do at Fed and Fit, which is making 
home, specifically centered around the kitchen, easier, happier, healthier, and also better for the environment. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to figure out what that could be. I have a bunch of ideas, but it's like I put on my little R&D, research and development inventor hat and kind of see what that could look like. So that's kind of one of the one of the things coming up that I'm pretty excited about. But otherwise, I finally just get a season. Where, can you hear the team outside? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something exciting. That could be any number of things exciting that's happening I mean, over there. Who they, knows? They could be eating a breakfast taco and that joy is like sincere. <laughs> it's true. That was Lauren. Can't miss it. I'm through through a very big wall. Anyway, so who knows? Who knows what will come up? But it's a season where I finally get to really focus on the website. And I feel like Mm -hmm. I've been saying that that's coming. And I feel like I finally have one of those seasons. So it's exciting. Yeah. So to kind of let's let's kind of back up a little bit, because I feel like you were on I think you were on right after your last book, Cook Once Dinner Fix launched. And I don't know that we really touched on how that whole process was, because refresh my memory like you were writing producing shooting creating this during like height of the pandemic is that correct yep that's true I signed my contract for that book and then I found out I was pregnant with Bishop our second who is now all like a little over two. Oh my goodness I know it's time flies. <laughs> and so I was pregnant essentially all through writing this book and then we shot we started photographing it. And then the, and that was in March of 2020 was Mm -hmm. when we had our first photo shoot day and we had to cancel day four after three days of shooting day four, we canceled because our photographer started to not feel well. And this is before anybody knew anything. Mm -hmm. And then the summer and spring of 2020 happened. Mm -hmm. And we were hoping to have it all done by the time Bishop was born, which was, she was due in late April of 2020. And we, we didn't, we didn't get back together until I think it was August later that August, that summer of 2021, 2020, 2020. Okay. I think it was late summer and it was kind of like we gotten the okay from the publishing house, which was, they were very, very careful mm-hmm. with their authors and the production team. And so it was late summer, which worked out in some ways great because we got to take advantage of the new HQ kitchen studio, mm-hmm. which is where Jess and I get to come together and work one day a week. And so I was able to, we were able to use this space, which was great versus my house, which was a little <laughs> cramped with all those people. <laughs> I love my house. I'm so grateful. And also we were like shoulder to shoulder. Yes. there. I just think that by the time we move out of this house, my dishwasher is just going to like fall out of a hole. <laughs> <laughs> My stove is just going to cave in. It's like everything's going to be like, I give up. I live a good life. (laughs) They really earned their keep in that household, don't they? (laughs) They really did. Buttons have fallen off and been replaced so many times. Anyway, so we were able to use the HQ space. And that was really nice because we got to spread our wings a little bit. And so that was great. But I also had a newborn at the time. So it was Mm. just like there was a lot of a, a lot going on. And then, of course, we were all trying to navigate a pandemic. It was wild. What is up, y'all? You all, you beauties? Jess here to chat about one of our longest running sponsors, Paleo Valley. It's strange because even though they've been with us forever, I still feel like I never run out of things to talk about when it comes to their products. Today, I want to chat about one of their most incredible offerings, the grass-fed organ complex. Raise your hand if you've tried a thousand different ways to incorporate grass-fed liver into your diet because you've heard it's good for you. It cannot just be me. 
The good news is, yes, organ meats from Happy Cows are excellent sources of full-spectrum nutritional superfoods that support your body in every way. And you don't have to hide liver in your meatloaf anymore with Paleo Valley Organ Complex. Bonus, you don't just get the nutrients from liver. The organ complex includes grass-fed kidney and heart, and they make sure that they preserve these nutrients by gently freeze-drying them to protect all those vital goodies. You're going to find excellent levels of vitamins A, B2, B3, 5, 6, 9, and 12, and not to mention minerals like iron, phosphorus, zinc, copper, and selenium, and other goodies like CoQ10 and important amino acids. The nutrients from these grass-fed superfood supplements have been shown to boost cardiovascular health, connective tissue and joint health, digestive health, blood flow, immunity, thyroid function, fertility, and so much more. This is the supplement I would take if I could only take one. I love it that much. If you want to check out Paleo Valley's grass-fed organ complex and invest in a supplement powerhouse, head over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas and use the code modern mamas at checkout for 15% off your order. You will love it. Initially, when you found out that the kind of the timeline for that was, you know, kind of going off the rails a little bit, how did you handle that news? Like you, you're so joyful. You're so positive. You always eventually, at least because you're human, get to a point where you're like trying to find the positives in most situations. But like truly, how was that process when it didn't kind of go according to plan for you? I just really think part of the way God built me is to like ride the wave. I get a lot of joy in the wave and I tend, and I vividly remember being on the phone with my book agent, my literary agent and my editor for cook once dinner fix during this season. And they were like, okay, Cassie, well, here's what's going on. And I was like, all right, that means that there's going to be something better. Like there's, mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to look back on this and be great and be glad for it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, clearly not the pandemic, but for some of the details and the scheduling and this and the that's. And I just really, really hang my hat on the ability of God to use some of these things for good. And Mm -hmm. I just try to have faith in that. And I really, that's what helps me keep my chin up. Now, of course, it's hard and stressful, like from the personal pregnancy side of it. And we might've talked about this, but when I was, I turned 35 when I was pregnant with Bishop and that was late March and we were all quarantined and we were taking it very, very seriously because we didn't know what birth was going to look like. I was, Mm -hmm. Bishop was supposed to be born three weeks later and had no idea at the time, no clue what that was going to look like. I wanted a hospital birth, but I had a midwife on backup, Mm -hmm. you know, and like my midwife home birth kit there with me just in case. And I remember sitting on my tub in the master bathroom on a FaceTime with my mom and dad and my parents just knows like we're a very, very intertwined family. We spend a lot of time together. We see each other many times during the week. And I remember FaceTiming them on my birthday. And this is like, I mean, I was just feeling really sorry for myself mm-hmm. and also scared like we all were. And I was especially scared about what is this birth experience going to look like? And I was sitting on this bathtub FaceTiming with my parents and I just started ugly sobbing, mm-hmm. just bawling. And I think it really broke my parents' hearts, especially my dad, that he couldn't like hug me in that Mm -hmm. moment. And so, you know, I, I, I definitely have these hard times and I definitely experience them, but I try to just like, 
if I have, if it feels hard and scary, I'm just like, wow, this is hard and scary. Mm-hmm. And if I need to cry, just let the, the tears come. And then I just say, okay, now what? Now what heart? Now what little voice in my head? Mm -hmm. And I just try to move on to the next thing once I've let those things pass through. Oh, my gosh. Wise words. I feel like, and that's a a season and a lesson that I myself am in, is is kind of allowing the things that are hard to be hard and then kind of moving through it. I think a lot of times, you know, in different ways, a lot of us will try to kind of like – avoid dealing with that or avoid facing it, avoid accepting that, hey, this is really difficult and I'm struggling and we'll use kind of band-aids to, I don't know, just whatever it is, like numb to those feelings. And I think it's really just insightful because I do admire you and I admire how you move through the world and how you deal with a lot of challenging things within our industry is that like, you know, it's hard. And let's accept it and let's let's move forward. Like, let's see what the next thing that we've got to do is, because that's really, truly, you know, at least for me, the only way I found to ever kind of get through something, actually legitimately get through something to where it's not just continuing, continuing to kind of hang around and plague you like mentally. Do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Totally makes sense. I mean, I was on the phone with my mom this morning driving after I dropped off one little girl at school and I was driving to the office and we have un like unusual traffic. So it took a long time on the car, which just meant that I was like, Hey, let's open up a file that I haven't dealt with. And (laughs) it's not not a her thing. It was like a frustration with the actual, the building process of this building we're in. Mm -hmm. And it was like the, some of the construction professionals that helped build it. They didn't listen to me because I think that they saw me as like this silly young girl Mm. and I didn't know certain things. And I was like, I just, I'm still fresh. I told my mom, I was like, I'm still upset that like, (laughs) there was no accountability from the people who are account, like who ultimately wronged were wrong mm-hmm. in this situation and it's like if you don't deal with something and I think all I need to do is I need to just get the name and the number of whoever it is and call them and be like hey I just want to like you know you were wrong I was right because look this is what happened <laughs> <laughs> we need to tie this up you need to know <laughs> I want to say that I really just it's like I if you don't resolve something it will sit and fester right. and that's just what I've learned and so it's like if I just deal with it and then and then of course venting to my mom about it and mm-hmm. she she doesn't owe me an apology mm-hmm. is like not helpful but you know we do our best yeah we do and again and I love that I love that you know you are an imperfect person that is really trying to do the best that you can day to day. And that, and that really, really shows it's like, you're not always going to be perfectly like handle every single situation yeah. in, the, in the ideal way, but you really, really do try to show up. And that is just something that I really, really admire about you. So I, I'm just, I'm in awe of you friends. So let's, <laughs> let's talk more about all your challenges. No, I'm just kidding. But really I do want to hear because I feel like, and we've ta- we've touched about this on different episodes that we were recorded together to the outside looking in. It's like, oh my gosh, Cassie's wrote three cookbooks during a pandemic and she had a baby during the pandemic and she got pregnant and also had another baby like kind of during the pandemic. And she, you know, grew this team and launched a new website and, you know, is building just a phenomenal business all while like really, truly still being a, a, a fantastic person. And like my, I know that the question people have for you all the time is like, like, how are you doing it? Like, how, how are you getting through your days? And I really want you to be as honest as possible. So we're going to yeah. get granular. Like, 
Yeah. How are you getting through your days, friend? Like, are there days where it's it's just, you know, you want to like burn it? And we've talked about this. I'm kind of throwing yourself here where you want to like burn it all down and just be like, I can't, I can't. Like, what what is that like for you? Do you struggle with that? I do. I definitely struggle with it. You know, I feel like my, this is going to sound silly, but I, my one thing that I stick to is I just really try to do right by people. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I do right by the people around me, whether that means setting a boundary or encouraging them or helping them set their boundaries, like, you know, I'm thinking specifically about my team. Like, if I do right by them, everything works. And it's not like this whole thing, the books, the babies, the life, the husband, the the studio, the website. I mean, ultimately, I I mean, I guess I get credit for it, but I don't see that as mm-hmm. as to my credit. You know, I see that as the incredible team that has woven themselves together into this incredibly strong unit that is able to lift really really heavy things really well together and maintain joy through that. And my job is and I view my job is just making sure that all the parts fit together well, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, and so that's where I spend my time is when I look at the puzzle or the quilt, let's see, I'm going to confuse it and, and we'll have a few more hour analogies <laughs> <laughs> in here. But when I look at the collective group coming together, if someone is not in a great, if great place, or if I have not done right by them, or I have not honored them, or given them the respect that they they deserve, or sat down with them and helped them understand their role better, you know, if I don't do that, then the team collectively isn't as strong as it can be, and and it's a disservice to everybody else there, and they cannot do their jobs. And so we're able to do these things, I think, because the team does such a fabulous job. Mm-hmm. And by team, when I say team, just to like, I don't, I hope y'all, I hope people listening to what I'm about to say know that this is not, it does not come from a place of me trying to brag about about the 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 group of people I get to work with, I am actually I do want to brag about them, but I don't mean to brag as in like look at all this stuff like these people mm-hmm. I get to work with, you know, like the team. When I think about the team, I think of course Fed and Fit. I think about the four incredible women that work full time with Fed and Fit that are just like my partners. We are lockstep and we're working together. One of which she's out on maternity leave right now. It's like, and we are all in it together and support one another. I think about the four to five people who we get to work with in a part-time basis, Jess being one of them as a photographer. Like, have y'all seen the photos that Jess (laughs) is taking right now? They blow, they're blowing my mind and I'm there for it. And it blows my mind, you know, like that is phenomenal, but that's Jess, you know, and the team we get to coordinate. And it's like the magic happens in the teamwork. I think about those people, the web developers, the designers like Blake and this incredible work she gets to do. I think about my babysitter who is home with my, the baby the nine-month-old Dagny right now and then she fills in but in the interim between my other two girls my two-year-old and my four-year-old when they're home from school I think about their teachers my two-year-old my four-year-old's teachers right that's part of the team and I get to just really take care of those people as best I can because they're taking such exceptional care of my kids I think about the lady the incredible woman who comes and cleans my house once a week I'm so grateful to her and apparently Ben chased her off this morning oh 
happen. <laughs> it's not funny. But, but I was like, oh gosh, that's how I deal with uncomfortable situations sometimes is I laugh. But like, you know, I did not do right by her this morning. And I want to talk to her about that Aww. because I was like, gosh, I really, I, I did failed on having been outside. Anyways, like this, all the people. You know, it's like all of these people, my husband, of course, being the the captain of the team mm-hmm. in many ways, he would probably be like, I think I'm more like the water boy, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then my family, my parents, my sisters, my in-laws, we're just, in, we have this an unbelievable team. And I view my job as not being like, let's get this book published or let's get this website launched that my eye is not on that prize. My eye is on how do I make sure everybody is seen? and cared for and respected and feels confident in what they're doing. And I feel like if I spend my attention on that, everything else works. Mm. Drop mic. What is it called? Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> like right there. I think that's so great. So would you say, you know, we hear this this term all the time, like it takes a village, right? To like yeah. raise raise a family, raise, do anything essentially. And I feel like in today's world, a lot of us are missing that village, but it seems that you have so intentionally and consistently over time built yourself a really incredible village or drawn to yourself. I mean, say it however you want to. However you've done it, like you have created this like really beautiful village that allows you to like thrive for the most part. I have. I have. And also though, if you're, if someone's listening to this and they're like, how do you find a babysitter? You know, like I have been there, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, this is y'all, this is a sweet spot right now for me. And I'm coming to you. I'm, I'm broadcasting from a sweet spot. I have the privilege right now of being surrounded by team members that I would choose over and over and over again. Everybody, everybody on my team, everybody that I mentioned, people I didn't mention. It's a sweet spot of people in my village. And there have been very long and very hard, heartbreaking seasons where I did not have the right people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those are really, really hard and really challenging. And Jess, I will tell you your question about burn it all down. Those are the seasons Mm -hmm. when I wanted to burn it all down. Mm -hmm. When like the team, so to speak, there was, there was a miss, there was a, a, a piece that didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's easiest in the sense to talk about childcare, right? Because I think mm-hmm. that most of your listeners here probably can relate to that. And Jess has been through all of my, my journey in this, or at least a lot of it. And I've spent seasons trying to find the right person or people to help me take care of the kids when I'm here at the office. And in all practicality, in my ideal world, I work Mm part-time at Benefit and I'm home with my kids part-time. And home with my kids, I mean, of course, there are times where I'm like sneaking away into a bedroom and hopping on Boxer and doing some coaching for like our beauty counter team, for example, which I love. It fills me up, but I'm, then I'm running back into the living room Mm -hmm. and then checking on their crafts. Mm-hmm. I say that. Don't forget. Like, there's lots of screen time. It's not like we're just <laughs> crafts and homemade projects all the time. But, anyways, and so, but there have been distinct, very. It felt very long, endless. Mm-hmm. I felt hopeless seasons where we had the the best we could find, kind Absolutely. of childcare, and it didn't feel right. And but it was it had to work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and it was fine. My kids were safe, but I didn't feel great about leaving them. 
-hmm. You know, I got to the point where I was like, gosh, I really still feel like I'm the best person to be here. Mm -hmm. And that's such a hard place as a mom or a parent to get to the point where you're like, I don't know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know that they're safe and I know that they're going to be fine, but I feel like I'm putting their development on hold until I get home again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, my heart longed for somebody that could pour into my kids in a way that I can't, you know, Mm -hmm. and and somebody who's going to fill in pieces that are missing elsewhere because I really do believe in that village. And it wasn't until about six months ago that we found the right person. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that she's going to be with us forever. How does that make you feel? No, my true thought is because I know it's possible Mm -hmm. to find a person that I do feel good about, I'm hopeful that we'll find someone again. Mm -hmm. But before I didn't know it was possible, and that made me feel really hopeless. Mm -hmm. Because I remember telling Austin, like, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever find somebody. Am I like over-spiritualizing this experience, right? I'm like, am I ever supposed to find, is this like God telling me something that like we'll never find somebody else? And at the end of the day, that's a lie, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, that I was leaning into. The truth is that I just needed to look into, I needed to change the way I was finding childcare. And what I did is I just asked friends mm-hmm. and I, and I was like, who, who do y'all work with? And I did the, the I broke all the rules. I broke all the friend rules. And <laughs> I was like, who do y'all use for a babysitter? Who do you like for a babysitter? And they all recommended this one person. And I was like, Oh, cool. I'm going to hire her for a date night. And then I wound up hiring her full time. <laughs> and now your friends don't have their sitter. <laughs> she still does like nighttime sitting for them, but she's far less available. <laughs> so, oh man, I'm you know, sure they'll, they'll never share a name with me. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to, I just want to acknowledge that. And so, like when something when it's not the right fit, or I'm going through a season where it's like I need to move personnel, mm-hmm. wrong like timing, wrong person, wrong job, whatever the reason is, wrong me to mentor them you know, mm-hmm. like wrong season of me to mentor this person, whatever it is, those are the times where I wanted to burn it down. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't because although I like to think I'm dramatic, I'm actually not in practice. <laughs> My brain likes to be very fiery, mm-hmm. but, it, but in practice, what I actually do is I try to stay steadfast and I try to say, how do I do right by the other people here? And I let that be my guide. I love that. And I see that play out like just time and again, just as an outsider and an insider in like all of your relationships, both personal and professional. It really is just very inspiring. So you're, you're, you're a rock star friend. Gosh, I have so many questions and I know we have limited time and I'm like, what do I want to ask her while I have her here? And what would be most valuable to our listeners? I feel like I kind of want to transition now into to mothering, which we've, we've kind of skated that topic throughout this entire recording, but specifically, so it's just bananas to me. So you have three kiddos now. I know. I can't believe it sometimes. <laughs> and you had mentioned that you you gave birth to Bishop just right at the onset of the pandemic. And then over the last few years, again, obviously Bishop was born, raised up, you became pregnant again, and also gave birth to Dagny. Who how how old is she now? She's nine months. Oh my goodness, she's a peanut and she is just an absolute I mean all of your children are sweethearts but Dagny just kind of she seems like the quintessential third child like just I'm here I'm hanging out she's like I'm here I'm adorable <laughs> ever changing <laughs> so, you will always have to just think I'm the cutest thing ever <laughs> so let's talk about so kind of 
as much as you would love to share that whole process of, okay, we've got bitch, like, you know, as much as you want to share about the decision to have a third and what's that, what her birth story was like, if it was any way different or, you know, was it pretty standard for you? And then now that transition into being a parent of three, which I'm just in awe of you, honestly. So tell, tell us whatever, whatever you have got on your heart to tell us. Well, it's pure unbridled chaos is <laughs> what it is at home. I broke a toe this past weekend. I think you know that. Mm-hmm. Broke a toe this past weekend. I was, I'm not letting that stop me from going back to the gym. That mm-hmm. happened to me after Bishop was born. I also broke a toe then. Oh, my gosh. Same I'm, toe? Different toe? Different toe. I think different foot. I just feel I'm just very clumsy. I tend to be very clumsy. And it comes out in that. I think I've got great bone density for anyone <laughs> <who's> wondering. <laughs> It's just, I move quickly through the house. I was chatting at the gym this morning. That's why it came up because when I broke a toe after B was born, I like didn't go to the gym for a month because I needed the darn thing to heal because it was a pinky toe and it really hurt. And this one's somewhere in the middle and I was talking to people and they were like, what is going on? I was like, well, I live with these tiny little humans who just booby trap my house all day long. (laughs) (laughs) And so it is, it's pure unbridled chaos and really sweet and really happy. Austin (laughs) told me, he is so perfect. Well, he is a really... He's a special... He's got a sense of... Yeah. yeah. He's got a sense of humor. I'm trying to, like, encapsulate it. It is really sarcastic, mm-hmm. I guess. Really dry, sarcastic mm-hmm. sense of humor, which is my my favorite. I married him, so mm-hmm. clearly I like it. But he came in. Gray and B were just playing together in our room last night while I was cleaning up dinner. And he's like, those two are just playing together. He's like, and when they're sweet with each other and playing together, he's like, there's nothing better. He's like, it makes me want to run in and be like, Cassie, let's have a fourth baby. <laughs> he's like, and then and then when they start fighting, he's like, it feels like there's nothing worse. And I want to be like, oh, my gosh, which one of you wants to go spend the night at your grandmother's house? <laughs> I think we've all been there. (laughs) Those of us with more than one kiddo. (laughs) Yes. So it's like the highest highs and in some ways Mm -hmm. the lowest lows, but the house is always feels like super dirty. And this morning I even told Austin, I was trying to make the girls lunch and he's like, what are you going to put in there? And I put Archer meat sticks for their protein because we don't have any other protein in the house. And I was like, gosh, who does the grocery shopping around here? (laughs) are really slacking so it's it's just like there's you know nothing nothing works perfectly or according to plan there's always a mess there's always like something that's upsetting somebody and it's like I feel like what I'm being taught in this season is to just really ride the ride and let it be and know that it like it's okay like it doesn't have to be perfect when before I had kids and even with one baby there was this illusion of like, if things are calm and I'm going according to plan, then I'm doing it right. Mm. And that if something wasn't calm and did not go according to plan, then something's wrong. Mm. And I feel like what I'm being taught right now is like that, that perspective is being broken and fractured in a great way because nothing is calm ever. Nothing is going to according, even if it's calm, it's definitely not going according to plan. (laughs) Someone's doing something quietly where they shouldn't be doing. Right. (laughs) Or like, you know, I don't know, someone like Bishop is, she's found Austin's highlighters that he just ordered in the mail and she's coloring on a blanket. And I'm like, at least she's happy. Like, (laughs) 
you know? I mean, I had that moment two days ago and I regret it now, but it was calm, but it was not a according plan. And so, you know, it's just, that's what I've been taught right now in the season. I'm really, and it's really sweet, you know, like mm. that kind of a realization that it's not on us. Like I don't carry the weight. I don't have to burden that on my shoulders to make everything calm and according to plan because it's not the point right now. The point right now is to just do my best as a parent and try to model to my children that we're they're just doing their best. Oh my gosh. You're just speaking to my soul right now. Have you heard of Foria? It's a company that is loved far and wide by folks who've had their sex slides transformed by these holistic, powerful products. And now I see why. They've been especially wonderful through this postpartum period for me when a little extra lubrication is key. Rusty and I have used the Intimacy Sex Oil with CBD and it's the perfect lube to provide all natural moisture with 400 milligrams of broad spectrum CBD to enhance arousal, soothe and excite. We also love the Awaken Arousal Oil. And of course, all Foria products are free of added chemicals and only made from two organically grown ingredients. And you know what's sexy? discomfort-free, top-notch, pleasurable intimacy. I want to be totally honest, being married 10 years plus two kids later, sex and intimacy has definitely seen its ups and downs for us, but there's no shame in exploring different ways and products that enhance our sexual experiences, which is why we're so excited to announce we're partnering with Foria, a company using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. We are all about the Awaken Arousal Oil with CBD, which is a topical oil to enhance pleasure, discomfort and help increase sensitivity for people with vulvas that's me you can use it solo or with a partner and it is next level sexy time has definitely leveled up over here plus cbd used topically helps increase blood flow relax muscles and ease tension and manage discomfort gently and naturally all around wins so awesome friends i can't recommend for you enough I think it's time to treat yourself to deeper, fuller pleasure and connection, both on your own and with your partner. And these products are your ticket to all of that. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com forward slash modern mamas or use code modern mamas at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash modern mamas for 20% off your first order. Enjoy. I haven't shared a ton of like what like what's been going on personally at like our house and stuff but as a 9 and and I know you under, understand the enneagram like as a 9 my whole goal like a majority of my goal in life is for everyone to be calm and peaceful and happy mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that means everything is good right and that is not ever ever I mean, I will say it's few and far between. It's not really the case in our household. And a a lot of it, it doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean that people are unhappy. And that is a new lens that I have, again, like I think what I'm here to learn in this season of of parenting and of my life is that like peaceful doesn't mean like, it can mean different things. Like peace can look differently than just a quiet house with everyone like quietly playing together. (laughs) You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It does. It's like peace in your heart right. is, is what we're really after. Not mm-hmm. necessarily p- a peaceful home, like peace in the room, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, if my girls, a good example is like, if my girls are fighting over these godforsaken mermaids, <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, if they go missing, <laughs> do you have backup mermaids somewhere? No, 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 there's no backups. If they go missing, it was me chunking them over the fence into the neighbor's yard. 
Oh gosh, sorry. So peace in my heart <laughs> looks like if the girls are arguing over these mermaids, instead of me be thinking in my head and in my heart, oh gosh, I have to fix this. What does this mean? This is bad. Like there, something's wrong here. I get to peace in my heart looks like, ooh, I get an opportunity to teach them a skill here. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's like I don't view it as wrong. Like the fighting is not wrong. I have an opportunity to teach them something. And so I, I hear that. It's like I'm after that, but I'm after it. I realize that's an internal thing, mm-hmm. not necessarily external in the home. Because what, what? Are we just going to like only enjoy life if mm-hmm. everything is calm, clean, and going according to plan? Mm-hmm. Like at the end of these 18 years with these kids at home, is that that's going to be like a grand total of 12 minutes? <laughs> Yes. Amen. <laughs> you know, like I don't, that doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we're supposed to be like, Oh gosh, well, great. Glad we got those 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was miserable. <laughs> like I refuse to accept that. I'm going to, I'm going to try to figure out a way to have peace in my heart during all of it oh or most gosh. of it. Yes. 100%. Oh, you have no idea how much I like specifically this morning needed to hear this wisdom from you. And I'm so grateful for it. I'm sure our listeners are also probably going to be having some epiphanies as well. Now to kind of not to wrap it up, but do you ever to kind of bring some like, I don't know, some clarity into like the hard times? Do you ever have moments where you feel like I just really messed that up. Like you go into a parenting situation and you're like, I get this opportunity. I'm going to teach them something. Or maybe you're not even thinking that because you're reacting. But do you ever like after whatever it is has occurred and you've said your piece and you've tried to kind of, you know, have the moment, do you ever go back and be like, wow, that's just not what I wanted to happen at all? 100%. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Just for the record, this is the highlight reel. It's like Instagram. Y'all are getting the aspirational version of how I live. There's a lot of mistakes and a lot of reactions and a lot of that. And the good news is, is that I still like with my guiding light being doing right by people, I, that means I get the opportunity to atone mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to hold myself accountable for the people in my home specifically. So for example, Bishop, my two-year-old is gosh, <laughs> just the best thing ever. And have you ever heard the expression, this is probably going to upset somebody somewhere. I don't even know, but it's a, the sour patch kid. It's like, yes. she's sweet and sour, mm-hmm. very much be in many ways. And she just like, gosh, she's so stinking brilliant and funny. And also as she's, she, and she's like, it's like beyond her year, her short mm-hmm. two years, like, mm-hmm. and in, in an effort for her to like learn the rooms in the wall, of course she's like, and and where are your buttons, mama? And <laughs> she just like, she's the first kid I've had that's ever like purposely looked for my buttons. Mm-hmm. And then when she found one, she like didn't just press on it. She sat on it mm-hmm, and refused mm-hmm. to get up. And, and it's not from like a, she's two, she's a baby. Right. Like it's not from any sort of a weird intention. It's so much as she's like, I wonder what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I've like not held myself in a regard that I'm proud of around her sometimes, like going to bed. Austin went on a week long fishing trip recently to Alaska and I'm great. We got some fish out of it. I'm really, he definitely am glad he got the time away. And also I was like dread counting down the day until he left because I was like, whoa, is me? Are you joking? Like my kids don't <laughs> sleep at night. I was like, I'm going to be playing whack-a-mole with three children all night long. 
and for seven days, mm-hmm. someone pray for me. And it was like Bishop in the middle of the night. I think at one point I was like, just go to bed. Like there was no <laughs> kindness left in my body. And, or at least that's the excuse I'm going to give, whether there was or wasn't. <laughs> and the next day I sat with her in my lap and I was like, Bishop, I was really unkind last night. And she looked at me, she's like, yes, you were mama. <laughs> Whether she remembered it or not, she was going to confirm. And I was like, I'm really, really sorry that I spoke unkindly to you. You did not deserve that. I am going to try to do better in the future. And I might mess up again, but I will always apologize if I mess up. And I was like, do you forgive me? And she said, yeah, I forget you. And she like snuggled in. And it was a really, I don't know how much of it she grasped, but it's like she understood. Mm -hmm. And at least energetically not to be too woo woo but it's like energetically there was something there was a trust there that had kind of been fractured between the two of us Mm -hmm. being me and I wanted to rebuild it and I could feel that being rebuilt whether or not she really understood the nuances of an apology anyways and so it's like yeah and I think I apologize to at least four people a day and sometimes it's Austin times four but like (laughs) you know I just try to I try to make that a really important thing in my in how I move through the day. I love that. And I we recently had a, a parenting I'm doing air quotes expert on I mean she is an actual expert, but she was saying that like that act of like asking for forgiveness and apologizing is so like important because our 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 the relationship that we have with our kids is in fact a relationship just like it is with any other person in our life, right? Like like with Austin or with your mom or with your best friend or a coworker. When you quote unquote mess up or when you like kind of, you know, breach that trust or do something that you're not proud of, like you would apologize to Austin most of the time, right? Like you would apologize to your mom or your friend or your coworker and you would ask for forgiveness. And it's the same thing with our kids, right? And it was just like this light bulb moment that's like, wow, like, I, I really can grasp that from a very, like, objective standpoint. Like, our kids are people just like any other person in our life. I mean, arguably, much more, like, important relationship. But, like, it's still a relationship that needs that same repair and forgiveness that you, you yeah. would extend anyone else, right? Yep. So I love that. I love that so much. I'm gonna have to marinate on that. But Anyways, I know our time, I mean, again, I have so much, so much stuff I feel like we could talk for hours, but to kind of wrap up, and I really want to kind of end on like an optimistic note, because I feel like that's your your trademark, but what are you most looking forward into, to in this next stage of parenting and business and life and all of it? Is that more more babies potentially? Is that kind of like raising up the family that you've created now and kind of seeing in the next stage is there what are you most looking forward to friend I all the above I I do I do still on my heart think that there's one more family member coming to us at some point in the future that our family doesn't feel totally done yet I don't think we've met everyone mm-hmm. and so there's the three babies right now and maybe that's another baby with me in Austin I try to hold every new family member very loosely, like how they come to us. Mm-hmm. But I felt that conviction when Gray was born, our first, like, I think I, I, I didn't know if I wanted, I, I knew, I, I knew Austin and I were meant to be parents, but I didn't know how many kids. Mm-hmm. I think I may have told you this, but it was like in the hospital with her after I had just given birth. And I had this severe moment of clarity and I looked at Austin. And I was like, I think I'm supposed to do this four times. Oh my gosh. And she was like, 
what? (laughs) He he actually said, he was like, were you just present for what I just witnessed? And I mean, like, praise the Lord, I've had three deliveries that have all been just really grateful for them. Mm-hmm. Dagny was another, like she was 10 pounds, Jess, she was 10 oh pounds before a week early. And, but it like, she also, it was relatively easy. Mm-hmm. And I had like, I did the mental work that like, I was able to, I don't know, just, I was very much my body's made for this and it worked. And my doctor had me slow down, which was really cool. Cause I got, cause my other babies, I feel like they just shot out of mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And so she had me slow down and that was just, it was weird. It was like to pause at the point where it's right. really painful, but also it was just really nice to be able to do that. I just, anyway, so that conviction is still there. And so I would love that. We're going to be building our forever home at some point, maybe in the next year. I don't know. Maybe my kids will be going to high school in our current house. No idea. <laughs> Feels like forever. So we've got that as another season, another chapter. And then just as far as like nurturing the family I have, I feel like my family here at Fed and Fit, the team here, I feel like we're in a really good sweet spot. And it's like, I do not have it on my heart to like grow scale, scale, scale here. It's like, I want to continue, like I said, sharpen our sword here and see what we can do better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you going to write any more cookbooks? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, at some point in the future, I think when my kids go to school and this is again, just on my heart, like kind of like the just really clarity that I think we're supposed to have four children. Like I do want to go back to school and I want to go mm-hmm. get my PhD. I think I want to go get, I want not, I think I want to go get an MBA, an executive MBA somewhere. I have a couple schools in mind. And then after that, I want to go get a PhD and something in the world of, I think behavioral psychology, something with related, related that. And I think that'll be kind of my evolved career from here. I don't know about cookbooks. I think I want to just, it's such a big, it's such a big, big mm-hmm. project. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to pour a little bit of that energy into something that may or may not happen that I may or may not be able to talk about yet. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to hear more details. I'm sure if it does happen, we'll have you back on to share all the all the good info on that. And just to kind of wrap up, I what I see, what I love most about you, one of the things I love most about you is that you clearly live in a in a in such a way in which there's like no limit to the the different iterations of yourself right like there's young Cassie who started a blog and was like solo wrote a cookbook by herself you know there's you know you grew and became a mother and now you have a team and you wrote multiple books and you've you know started a beauty business like you know and now you're looking forward and you're like I want to go back to school and I just I talk about this all the time but I just love that way of moving through life where like nothing is ever so permanent that you can't explore a different like option or you know find something else that lights you up or you know chase a passion that might someday be something that's like what you do with your life and I just think that's really inspiring friend and I just adore you and I know whatever it is that you choose to do in this next phase of life it's going to be done with grace and just done really well oh thank you so much Jess (laughs) Thank you for coming on, friend. I'm so glad we finally got to touch base. This was good. This was the 45 minutes to an hour that I needed to kind of turn this day around. So thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. And I mean, I will talk to you probably in five minutes. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) We'll talk soon, friend. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time.